This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at WBEZ.org slash events. It's Curious City, where we take your questions about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore from WBEZ. Hey, I'm WBEZ reporter Monica Eng, and over here at Curious City, we've noticed certain questions that show up in our mailbox a lot. They deal with Chicago buildings, city streets, racial politics, and, well, hot dogs. Over the years, we've gotten at least five questions on the history of the Chicago-style dog alone. Here are a few. Hi, my name is Jill Westerfellhouse. I would like to know who made the first Chicago-style hot dog. Hi, I'm Gus Lopez, and I wanted to know, when did the Chicago-style hot dog come into being? Hi, I'm Nina Deal, and I'm from Oak Park, and I wanted to know how all the different ingredients got onto a Chicago-style hot dog. Now, if you're not from here, when we say Chicago hot dog, we're not just talking about a dog in a bun. We're talking about a very specific collection of ingredients. Dog, bun, and seven toppings. These ingredients came from a diverse group of immigrants. It starts with a snappy all-beef wiener, nestled in a steamed poppy seed bun, then topped with a mild yellow mustard, chopped onions, sweet green relish, two slices of tomato, a dill pickle spear, two sport peppers, and a final whoosh of celery salt. To learn about the origin of this iconic local food, I meet up with hot dog historian Bruce Craig. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for joining me. Okay. Hot dogs anytime. Anytime you say hot dogs. All right. So where should we go? Craig's the author of Man Bites Dog and Hot Dog, A Global History. He takes me to a hot dog stand in Oak Park. Here, we dig into the questions, but also a couple of Chicago hot dogs, of course. Mm. So who put together this odd combination, and when? Well, it's a product of Chicago's ethnic history. So uh, there isn't a single person. There are persons from different ethnic groups who uh, created this wonderful thing we call the Chicago hot dog, which is unique in the world. Basically, Craig says the style was developed between 1920 and 1950 by a bunch of different ethnic groups. Many of them lived and worked around the Maxwell Street Market near Halsted and Roosevelt. We asked Craig to break down the beloved hot dog ingredient by ingredient, starting with the sausage. Well, the sausage descends from a broad variety of sausages brought by German immigrants who came to the States in great numbers beginning in the 1850s and many settled in Chicago over the next 50 years. So uh, they came over and um, they acquired a couple of general regional names uh, from Germany, Wieners or Wieners from Vienna or Frankfurters, theoretically from Frankfurt, but they're not. And they're quite different from the German Frankfurters. And uh, German vendors began selling from carts on the street. They were mostly mixtures of pork and beef. But another immigrant group to Chicago 
beginning in the 1890s, were Jews from Eastern Europe who did not eat pork. And um, they took up the sausage business in a company named Vienna, for example, was one of them. And they uh, began making all beef sausages. And since Chicago was the beef capital of America, they made all beef sausages, and that became the Chicago style. Where do we get this poppy seed bun from? Germans always ate sausages with bread. Now, the earliest bun evidence we have is from New York, and there was a special bun maker on Coney Island as early as the 1870s. The poppy seeds are Jewish East European, and they didn't become popular till after World War II. Where does the mustard come from? So mustard always went with sausages. Germans have been masters of mustard from the beginning. And the yellow one is from stronger ones in Germany that became mass manufactured by the end of the 19th century for a mass American audience. It was cheap. Next, the neon green relish. The relish is originally called piccalilli, and uh, it's an old English recipe. The analog here would be sauerkraut in New York hot dogs. But these are sweeter. These have sugar in them. So it's a really old-timey American country recipe. The earliest evidence I've seen for relish piccalilli on a hot dog comes from a 1928 exhibition game between the Sox and Cubs. Let's talk about those onions. Well, onions are pan-European, all East Europeans, South Europeans, Greeks and Italians all had the same. Where the heck did the slice of tomatoes come from? From the combination of Jews, Greeks, and Italians living together near Maxwell Street, vying for the control of the fruit and vegetable market. And so somebody thought they'd put tomatoes on the hot dog as an added value. And, of course, they also look good against the bright green relish, yes. Where the heck might the pickle have come from? Dill pickle is absolutely Central European, East European, and then universally American. Every cookbook that had pickle lily in it had how to make pickles. So American farmers, all Americans, they were eating pickles. Tell me about the sport pepper. Well, they're pickled peppers. They're little pickled peppers. But these probably came up when the railroad was built to Mexico in the 1870s. Then during the Columbian Exposition, there were tamale sellers, and they were selling Mexican tamales with tamale chilies. So there's a taste in Chicago for these hot peppers, and it went right onto hot dogs. Does anybody know where the celery salt came from? Well, first thing to say is celery was once a major American vegetable promoted by every health food guru as good for you, particularly since they were very interested in chewing. They thought everybody... (laughs) Since Americans don't like to chew anymore. And um, Lakeview was one of the major celery growing areas in America into the 1920s. So if you're not going to have fresh celery, you have at least this processed celery product so they put it on. Why don't Chicagoans also put ketchup on it? There is a culinary reason, in my opinion, for this. If you consider what's on a Chicago hot dog, it is hot, sour, salty, sweet, right, all together, with crunchy vegetables set in a soft bun. So it's a symphony of textures and flavors unmatched anywhere. If you put ketchup on it, it will kill everything. And finally, one more question from a curious citizen who asks, is a Chicago hot dog really the best? I can tell you, as a connoisseur, 
when done correctly, yes. Chicago's the best. So there it is. Like so many Chicago-born treats, we owe this symphony of textures, temperatures, and flavors to our rich immigrant history. Reporting on the story came from me, Monica Eng. Curious City is supported by the Conan Family Foundation. Next time on Curious City, kids in Chicago. This is Aiden right here. Uh, all the time he likes to laugh randomly. They're pretty much everywhere, but we tracked down the neighborhood with the highest concentration of kids. It's a fun place. So this is my sister. She's outside playing with her friends. Why would you make this for me? And she ran off like usual. <laughs> but what's the future of neighborhoods like these? That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.